You're listening to Skyhawk After Dark Welcome to the Hanky Panky Podcast with your host, Coraline Jewell, a number one international best-selling author, director, porn star, swing club owner, and lifestyle coach. We'll delve into all topics related to the adult industry. Everything from porn, panty selling, custom orders, webcamming, swinging, BDSM community, polyamorous lifestyle, and more. Intrigued? Curious? Coraline is an open book and will share her experiences and knowledge in the world of sex. Let's welcome your host, Coraline Jewell. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Hanky Panky Podcast hosted by myself, Coraline Jewell. We are doing interviews now in my in-home studio, so I'm super excited. And it's a big shout out to my producer that came over here and had to deal with me all day Tuesday setting this up. But it looks amazing. And uh, shout outs to our networks that have us. We've got Skyhawk After Dark has us on their network. And Full Swap Radio is showing us now on their network 12 p.m. and 8 p.m. every Friday and soon we're going to be doing live shows with them. So I'm super excited. Along with our interviews that we do in Zoom, we do our interviews also in studios. So if anybody's listening, you live in Southern California, you think that you have a story to share, whether it's in swinger, polyamory, sex therapist, BDSM. Um, are you a scientist that works with, you know, uh, female ejaculation, anything like that, anything that's adult topic, reach out to me because we're always looking to share new things with our listeners. And also we had some really new cool sponsors jump on this week. We have erotic stories. I'm not going to give you guys the website quite yet because they are still finalizing all the details but for the ladies out there that maybe you're not so visual and you more just want to close your eyes and listen to a sexy erotic story or the sounds of the female orgasm this one's going to be for you guys okay so let's get rocking and rolling you guys know that you guys can go to the hanky panky podcast and up in the right hand corner where it says sponsors you can click on we've got swinger websites that you guys can try for free we've got apps we've got adult stores like schizo katie out in southern california or teddy love official in new york where if you guys go and you click that link, you're going to get a discount on certain things. And sometimes they throw in little extras when they see that you've come from the Hanky Banky podcast and from Coraline. All right. Without further ado, uh, my next guest, I was uh, very active or I'm still being very active on Facebook and uh, looking at different podcast groups and where it says, you know, they want to be a guest. And a lot of times, even though I'm a guest as well, uh, some of these podcasts maybe don't want to hear what Coraline has to say. <laughs> but I found you guys saying, you know, I found you, Tara, right? And yeah. um, so my next guest, let me tell you guys who they are, okay? So um, Andre and Tara, correct? I'm saying it right. Okay. And they're not married, correct? No. Not married. Not married. He's like, oh, hell no. Not, not okay. So let me not give you guys a little bit of a background about them. Okay, so before we get started, Andre earned a master's degree in psychotherapy. He's a sex positive psychotherapist. And you've been in practice for over 15 years. That's correct? Correct. Okay, yeah. you work with people and you focus on people that are in the LGBTQ plus communities, polyamory. Um, and Tara, you are a relationship coach with over 20 years experience in the private and public sector, Correct. Correct. You guys are busy. And together, you guys now run an online community. What is the online community called? There's two. There's one called Let's Talk Polly. Okay. And one is TNA, uh, Sex, Love, and uh, Good Times, Fun, Relationship. <laughs> oh, I know. It's, it's Something like, like that. 
it's like when we were talking about the you guys well we'll tell them about that in a second but um so you guys run the online community together where people that are either involved in the in uh, polyamory or non-consensual or consensual non-monogamy can come and they can uh learn more ask questions it's a resource tool you offer live weekly um uh pod, like kind of like a podcast but live i saw that so yeah. you guys my listeners welcome to andre and tara for joining me on the show thank you so much for being with me how are you guys today thank you Great. thanks for having us it's, uh, oh gosh my pleasure so now I can tell them about our tongue twisters. So you guys, whenever I have a guest on the show, we just review Uh-oh. to make sure that I didn't write anything wrong. And I said, um, okay, so I just want to make sure it's LGBTQ twos plus twos. And then they were like, just try the LG. See here, look, here I go again. LGBTQ plus. Okay. Yeah. And I said plus, before plus. you go. Plus, plus, plus. Yeah, because before we know it, it's going to be LGBTQ two plus R79ABWX. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the idea is that we want to be uh, all incorporating, right? We want to make a community where everybody is represented, that mm-hmm. uh, no one Absolutely. has to feel ashamed or closeted. We can just all be uh, one loving world where... I love it. That's exactly that's exactly why I do this podcast, and that's exactly why you guys do what you do, because right. this judgment of people that want to try different things, it's got to stop, you know? Um it's interesting, and we'll, we'll get into this more, but isn't it interesting how many people that I'm sure you guys come across daily and how many people I come across in you know my community of running a swinger community and a lifestyle and my podcast and the adult industry where people have these fantasies or fetishes or are intrigued by the swinger world, polyamory, but they feel like they can't tell anybody. I mean, now it's getting better, yeah. but it, I mean, there used to be no resources where you could go to. And we were just talking about how... God forbid I say the word sex positive <laughs> right. on social yeah. media. How dare I? How dare you, Coraline? All right. <laughs> yeah, let's get back I'm surprised that we don't get shut. We haven't, our communities haven't got shut down yet, but so far, so far, so good. Um, you guys are, isn't it a private community on Facebook? You have to be invited. Yeah. Yeah. It's a That's private why. group. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why. So, you know, it just takes one, you know, stupid jerk to come in there. And I mean, it's just it's it's ridiculous. Like we were talking about, you know, and I was talking to adult site broker last night about um, I don't even know if you guys know about this. It's getting very difficult for adult websites to be able to accept payment. OK, so Pornhub oh. has stopped Visa and MasterCard. OK, oh, wow. and there's so many payment processing companies that have just, you know, left. And so. Uh, he really feels that it's going to end up being like a cryptocurrency for adult yeah. websites sooner or later and that credit cards aren't going to be accepted. And it's just, it's out of control. I mean, right. Dick Chibbles and I were in here. He's an adult performer and an author. And oh my God, we could have gone on for hours and hours about all that crap. But we don't want to talk about that. We're going to educate my listeners about how they can find you guys, what you guys specialize in and you know why we're doing this today. But before we start, I want to know a couple things. Okay, let's start okay. with, um, let's start with Tara. Are you guys both from Canada, born in Canada? Yes. Yes, I was born. I was born and lived majority of my life in Canada. So okay. we're in Toronto now, but I'm from a like a bigger city, big city down the road called Hamilton. But yeah, I've okay, lived most of my life. Yeah. And yeah, Andre, how about you? Yeah, I'm born. I'm also Canadian. I was born in Montreal, but lived uh, about half my life in the states, primarily in in New York. Oh. So I'm kind of a hybrid uh, Mar- uh, stater <laughs> and a Canadian. Okay. So um, when did you guys meet each other? How long ago? Three and a half years ago? Now? Yeah, three and a half yeah, years. Three and a half years ago. And um, are you a couple? Uh, what do you mean by couple? <laughs> do you guys do you guys sleep together? <laughs> uh, 
uh, what do you mean by sleep together? Oh, so, here you know, we go. Well, because we might <laughs> sleep together at times and actually, you know, lose consciousness and sleep and then not have sex. And we might also have sex and not necessarily sleep together. So, uh, you know, I think not, not to sound like I'm giving you a hard time, but it, but it fluctuates, right? So give me a hard thing, time. I can give it right back at you. <laughs> try, trying to define what we are or how other people might define mm. what they are, right? So exactly. Um, yeah. So in some ways we are married. Like my, uh, my father, for example, has been with his uh, person that he's been with for about 35 years. They own a house together and cars and trucks and cats and dogs, but they are not legally married, but in right. their hearts, they're married. And yes. I feel a great connection to Tara, but mm -hmm. I am also connected to other people as is she. Yeah. relationship. Exactly. I mean, I was going to say, you know, in Sweden, a lot of people don't, there's, you know, they don't get married. There's no legal marriage. Okay. It's yeah. called co-living and they live together and they're as happy as can be. And there's no reason to put it down legally on a paper where now the government can control what we do. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah. All right, you guys. So Mike, so well, the reason I was asking that is because <laughs> I want to lead up to how each of you, um, you know, had you been married before, kids before, were you raised um, in a household that was, you know, telling you marriage, monogamy, two kids, white picket fence, and when did you get away from that and how did you come together? So that's where I'm going. So let's just roll with it. Yeah. Did question. you want to start? Sure. Um, so I was uh, raised in a, uh, I guess you'd call it a uh, heteronormative, some people don't like that term. It was uh, uh, a man and woman married. And they had two kids, so it was very uh, conventional in that sense. No picket fence, but all the other uh, trappings of it. But then the uh, the marriage broke up. There was some infidelity, and uh, I was primarily raised by a woman, a single woman who was uh, working, and she greatly influenced my position of being a feminist. And uh, I think that was a wonderful experience because I was really able to get in touch with my uh, my feminine side, my female side. But it also showed me. Uh, how cheating was going to be my way of not having to be monogamous, right? So I would follow in my father's footsteps. I'm outing him. And uh, <laughs> I just kind of, you know, was going to do the same thing. I would either be uh, very evasive in not wanting to get on to that relationship escalator, or I would find ways of uh, cheating my way through relationships. Whatever it was, I felt that I had to be in some ways, uh, monogamous. I did not have the language or the uh, idea that there might be another way of being, that my wanting to be with other people seemed somehow uh, corrupt or perverse. It was only much, much later that I found out that these feelings are just as valid, that I did not have to subscribe mm -hmm. to this uh, idea of monogamy. It's amazing. You know, statistically, uh, half of the marriages end in divorce. And the ones that remain, how many of them are remaining for suspect reasons, right? Because they have financial <laughs> considerations or, you know, it's not within the religion to divorce or whatever it is. So how much of that monogamy is really working? If it works for you, I'm happy for you. And yeah. thank, you know, thank you for finding it. But if it doesn't work for you, there are alternate ways and they are ex acceptable as the other way. So there's no one size fits all. Exactly. So that's great to hear that you, exactly like what I was saying earlier, you were brought up that, you know, you saw your father cheat and you were like, okay, well, I guess monogamy is what I'm supposed to do, but I'm going to cheat too then, you know, and, right. and, and there, and there was nowhere to turn to, to, to see that there is, you know, there's polyamory out there and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. So now Tara, how about you? Like same thing? Um, a little slightly 
slightly different story. My parents are still married, live in the same house that I grew up in, and but definitely grew up in this monogamy, you know, that monogamy and heterosexuality is the way to go. And so, you know, worked my way through various types of like relationships from being married to being um, co- co-living with people, et cetera. So um, also grew up that way. I don't think my dad cheated or my mom cheated, but definitely that was the sort of norm for me as well. Okay. And I think... No, I was going to say, so what, I was going to say, what age did you, or, you know, what, how did you find out about this, the, this other world? Well, you know, we kind of came to it together and I'll let Andre tell the story because he's way better at telling the story than me. It sounds okay. way more fun, but I mean, I know various parts in my life that I had these situations where I felt like I had to choose between people. So when I was date, when I was outside of a marriage or common law, I did a lot of dating, met a lot of interesting people that were all very different. And I only realized recently that I had these choices in my life at various points that I didn't, and I didn't see that there was another way. So I always chose somebody. You know what I mean? And then I had a a friends with benefits situation, but even that one at the time was not of my choosing because I was in love with this person. But what was interesting about that, even though I didn't want it, it opened up an opportunity to be with a woman, which is something I had always fantasized about. Okay. And so, you know, so that's kind of interesting. It's sort of been progressing over time. And then I met this guy and, you know, yeah, because I mean, you know, even even someone like me, you know, who um, has been married, I was married for 14 years, you know, and we dabbled in the lifestyle um, and and I'm still growing. We're all still growing. Right. But you hmm. realize that and I am the first to admit and my friends that listen are going to be if they could scream through here and be like, oh, my God, she falls so quick because I do because I want someone to love and I want that partner. And so when I find someone, even though I find the flaws right? And the the good and the bad, I fall and I give my all and I give my heart. But then as I grow and I learn and I'm 44, so I'm, you know, still learning. um, You realize that not one person can satisfy everything, right? And that is why if you can be open and honest, I want to tell you guys a story, but I want to hear your story, but I want to tell you a story. Don't let me forget about a gentleman that I spoke with last night. And he's got a girl who was very, very, she just left the Mormon church like a year ago and she has gone full force into this lifestyle world and she's not being honest uh-huh. no communication okay yeah, yeah um, we should definitely talk about that keep talking my battery because you can cheat in consensual non it's got to be consensual non-monogamy you can't exactly. exactly. ethical. right it makes it the ethical part you know it's interesting um i came out to my father not too long ago about being uh polyam Okay. His, his reaction was interesting. He said, what are you talking about? What, like you're allowed to cheat? So, you know, he, he still wasn't getting it. It's like, okay. I said, no, there's no cheating involved. She's well aware of what I do and I'm well aware of what she does. And we come to each other because we want to be with each other in this way. It's not as though we're trying to do an end run around it or trying to put one over on the other one, that we are doing this together. We're consenting to this. And when you explained that to your dad, after you explained it, what was his reaction then? Like, no, I can't do it or. Yeah, no, he, he, he still had the idea that uh, he could never announce that to his mate. And that I think really what it is, is uh, in part, part of his ego doesn't want to imagine that she might be with somebody else, that he should be uh, there, everything. But, you know, 
I don't have the idea that I'm going to be Tara's everything. When she goes out and has other life experiences, she's enriched by that. And then she can come back and feel fulfilled and feel as though she's not being neglected in these things, but it's something that she can have and bring back mm -hmm. as I go out and I have these satisfactions and I come back to her, but it's not uh, a contract that makes me come back to her. I come back to her because I want to be with her. Yeah. And, and, and there's, and there's that honesty there, you know, you know where he's going, she knows where you're going, you know, and as long as you, as long as there's no cheating, right? And I say cheating because cheating in my mind, you'll have to read one of my articles. It says, is emotional cheating still cheating? Okay. Mm -hmm. Which means when I let my husband at the time have sex with another woman in another room or next to me, right? I know about it. When I'm being told that he's going to be late at work and can't make it home or he's on a business trip and I find out that they're meeting for coffee and lunch and vacations, mm -hmm. that's cheating. Yeah. Right. Even if that's they're not cheating. being sexual. Yeah, for sure. You can have office romances all the time that aren't necessarily mm -hmm. physical, but there's an emotional component there. Exactly. Okay. So let's go now to the story of how you guys met. Uh, well, so one night, uh, it was early into our relationship, probably only about two or three weeks into it, we were doing a, uh, a rather complicated sexual <laughs> position. And I said, wow, it'd be great if I had like another set of hands. And Tara said, yeah, that would be great. And I was kind of uh, taken back, but surprised. And after we finished, we were like, well, should we look to see if we can find another? And uh, we right there and then created a profile where we started looking for somebody else to join us. But the kicker is that I was leaving the very next day with a girlfriend of mine for Europe for six weeks. So while I was in Europe and Tara was still in North America, we would review different profiles and be communicating and talking about it. Getting then, excited about getting it. Getting excited. And then when I came back, uh, we met with that person and the rest, as I say, is her story. <laughs> How did you guys know at that time where to even set up a profile? Hmm. We just, you know, like when I, I was just going to say, like when I would, this would have been, 12 years ago, 13 years ago, my husband and I at the time, because I was married, we went to Craigslist. That's where oh, we started. Yeah. We didn't know. The personal. Yeah, we yeah. didn't know. We wanted to have somebody film us having sex. And we were like, looking for a couple on Craigslist. And then that led to somebody telling us about SLS and so on and so on. But yeah. if you don't know where to turn, so how did you know, like, let's go put a profile on this page? Yeah, well, we well we eat we met on OkCupid. I don't know if we're allowed to say. I so remember that. Okay. We, we just set up a profile on OkCupid, and we didn't at the time. You couldn't um, link like it was three and a half years ago. Now you can actually link your profiles or say you're in a polyamorous relationship. So even that site has evolved. But we didn't know about any of these other like sites that were out there. So we just went to the straight straight up dating apps right okay said in our profile that it was a joint profile right. and that we were looking to you know meet other people yeah we were pretty straight up about it from the get-go yeah okay like, yeah. and i've noticed that i've noticed that some of the i say when i say the regular the vanilla sites mm -hmm. you know and you see, I tag people all the time. I'm, I'm, you know, Mr. Bumble, you know, like saying like Bumble and plenty of fish. They're allowing you to say, we're yeah. looking for a threesome or we're looking for a unicorn or we're mm. looking, you know, we're poly or we're in, an, we're in an open relationship, you know, whereas yeah. it used to be that you had to find like a Cassidy or a Lifestyle Lounge or, you know, one of these sites mm. that um, was strictly for open, you know, consensual. Yeah. Yeah, times are changing and hopefully it's becoming more and more normalized, right? That it could be uh, that something other than monogamy is acceptable. It means back in the day, 
only perverts were looking online to uh, for dating, right? It was like very right. back room kind of thing. And now uh, everybody from uh, your grandmother to your aunt is online. So why shouldn't this also be acceptable, right? Yeah, so you know, and like we're progressing. It, it goes to also, you know, and again, this is why you guys do what you do. And this is why I do what I do is that from my world working in a brothel, okay, and working as a webcam performer, so many of my requests are, I'll write you when my wife goes to sleep, right. you know, yeah. or um, they'll come into the, when they used to come into the brothel, you know what my request in the brothel was? Can I just talk? Can I just yeah. huddle with you? And mm -hmm. I would say, but are you married? Yes. Does your wife even kiss you? No. We've been married for 17 years. She rolls over, she goes to bed. It's, to me, it's heartbreaking. It's like, yeah. Yeah. You know, gosh, could you just, um, you know, or sometimes people will say to me, oh, I wish I could come to one of your swingers events. My wife would never go. And I'm like, why don't you just let her listen to my podcast, let her read my blogs, bring her. OK, yeah. just Talk because you come to an event doesn't mean I ring a bell and say, you know, it's time to fuck. I don't do that. You know, it's yeah. Talk to people, openness. If you want to go play, go play. If you want to watch, watch. If you want to be watched, be watched, you know, but you're not being forced to do it. But so many couples that are still in that vanilla, you know, monogamy relationship, one or the other wants to say, like, oh, please just try. And the other one won't listen. Well, we, we talk to people as they come into the groups. And one of the questions we ask is things that you're struggling with in, in their relationships. And there's several people that come in and they say, well, I want to do this, but my wife, you know, is like very traditional or it's like, well, did you have a conversation with her? Like, have you tried? And it's like, you know, they're, they're afraid to even mention it. And it's like, it's, and I said, is it possible as well that your wife has needs that she's also not expressing because you, she thinks that you think exactly. that she, that her culture is super important and that she couldn't be like that. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's, you know, got to be at least 80% is that you've got a wife who's saying, oh God, I want to tell him this, but I can't. And you've got him saying, I want to tell her this or ask her if she'll do this, but yeah. I can't, you know? And so it's all about communication. And what I always tell people that come to me is that, and this is anything in life, you don't know till you try, or you don't know till you ask. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. ask, say, you know, hey, I listened to this podcast or I read this article. Would you want to try? Would you want to go look? Would you want to see? You know, and yeah. you don't know until you ask. Right. So besides like the OK Cupid and the Bumbles, you know, now, like I, we were saying, we've got the lifestyle lounges and stuff like that. So when people come to your online community, um, are you guys offering, I guess, and we're, like, how are you making a living right now? Are you are you offering Zoom sessions in online? Are you doing in person? Like, how has COVID affected you guys with having, uh, you know, working with clients or patients, I should say, or people that are yeah. needing assistance? Right. So uh, right now uh, we're in Toronto, Canada even though we are uh, digital nomads, but we are based in Toronto, Canada, and we are seeing people online through Zoom or uh, use a pro uh, profile called OWL. But I'm literally connecting with people from around the world. I have clients around the world that- It's amazing. Uh, speak to. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's quite, quite amazing in that sense. And um, they before, find you they find you through Facebook or is there a website also now? There's a whole bunch of uh, ways. There's through Facebook. There's uh, our own page. There's uh, Psychology Today. There's referrals. It's it just yeah. grows organically. Yeah. Know. So 
So Andre had an online practice long before COVID started. So people would connect to him through his website. And you, like you said, it had some things on psychology today for me. And um, in, once we started our group and stuff, we were able to connect with people that way as well. So as people come in, if they're interested in coaching or that sort of thing, um, they can always book a call with me or Andre, and then we get them Right now, we're providing one-on-one um, thing, uh, support to people if they need it. In addition okay. to like, in the group and free and that sort of thing. What, what's okay. the best way for people to contact us? Yeah, the best way I think for people is to go through our Let's Talk Poly group um, because on Facebook. on Facebook. Yeah, because okay. So what about like for my listeners that are listening right now? So I have you know I've had different you know therapists on, and I've you know I've had um, uh, L.A. King Shrink, and I've had you know Dr. Perry and Dr. Lee Phillips, and they all you know we all kind of specialize in the same thing, but different. Okay, but mm. maybe I've got a listener right now that's in Canada and says, you know what, I want to talk to them because they know the Canada scene. Okay, <laughs> so let's say that they're not a member of your Facebook group. Um, do you guys have um, an e- like an, an Instagram or a Twitter, an easier way for them to find you? Yeah, for sure. We have a website, which is karenandre.com. And so on there, it has information on both the online community so they can connect and join that way. But then there's also information as well on how to connect with us individually. And even for myself, right on our website, there's a link where you can go book right in my calendar, um, your introductory session with me which is complimentary. Okay. So that's cool. one way they find us that way. Tara, T-A-R-A and A-N-D, Andre, A-N-D-R-E.com. And that's, yeah. the, that's the best way to send them to you because yeah. like, people like me that don't like technology as we have experienced <laughs> sometimes go to Facebooks and I try to find a group that I want to join, but I can't find them or there's a thousand others that look like they might be them. And I'm not sure. Yes. Right? So, all right. A question I always ask, um, I, but I, wait, I was going to say it like this, but this doesn't, that's not what I meant. I meant to say, I was going to say questions. I always ask people like you, but I meant, <laughs> that I meant like whenever I talk to Dr. Perry or like Dr. Lee Phillips, I want to, know like the time that and this happens for me too so it's, it's like a fun one it's when was a time that someone came to you with a question an issue okay something they wanted to discuss that it even took you back and you were like oh okay and I'll give you an example um when I was working at the brothel, I had somebody that came in and they we, we do what's called discussing a party. And they said, are you oh. familiar with a with furry fetish? And I oh, at yeah. that time was not and I go yeah. Yeah, I am, but there's a big variety. And thank God, actually, there actually is a very big variety. But that was the one time that um, when I had said I am, and then he, we agreed to the session, and then he came into my room and he changed into an elephant costume. And I was just like, Mother of God, what is about to happen with the trunk? Like, I didn't know. <laughs> okay. And so I always ask people, like, where is the time that you stepped back and you go, Oh my God, okay, let me see how to handle this one? Do you got one? I don't know. Do you? Uh, I don't know that any one particular thing uh, comes to mind at the moment. You know, uh, I'm a bit of an old hoe and I've seen a lot (laughs) and I've done a lot. So there's not a whole lot that really surprises me. But I am, uh, first and foremost, a sex positive therapist. And as such, it means that I'm wanting to normalize all parts of our sexuality, our sexual identities, our sexual practices, our sexual hangups. And uh, the axiom that I follow is to say everything. I want to bring it out of the closet 
and normalize it, that we talk about it and we find out. So whether you are furry or vanilla or whatever it might be, it is on the spectrum someplace and that is absolutely acceptable and normal. And as long as it is hopefully consensual, we are uh, able to talk yeah. about it, normalize it and just be matter of fact about it and yeah. be cool. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's like, you know, um, you know, when I was talking to Dr. Lee Phillips, he said, well, you know, I've pretty much heard everything. And I said, OK, well, Dr. Perry told me about an alpine slide. And I go, you know what that is? And he's like, nope. And then I told him what it was. And he goes, oh, honey, that's a something Juanita or whatever. So he knew what yeah, I was talking yeah. about. So, you know, there's these but that's the whole thing I want my listeners to understand is that they can come to you with mm. what it is that they're fantasizing or thinking or whatever. And if you don't know what it is, you'll tell them you don't know what it is. But it doesn't yeah. mean it doesn't mean that we don't accept them for what they're thinking. They yeah. have to know that there's people like you and Dr. Perry and Dr. Lee and, and um, oh my gosh, uh, Dr. Tom Murray. There's so many that, and Dr. L.A. King, these are all these people that I've had on my show that say, come with your questions yeah. and we don't judge. Right? Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. Like, I think what's really great and what we've been discovering when we started the group is, you know, we ask people when they come into the group, some questions, what they're struggling with and people are really open and free and invite and like, tell us everything. And it's, it's so, I mean, I feel quite honored for people to share their deepest mm -hmm. feelings and desires and wants and that they feel safe and like that it's inclusive to do that. And right. so, People sometimes will say they're like, oh, they'll write like a whole huge paragraph. And they're like, oh my God, I wrote too much. Was I too graphic? Was I too this? And I'm like, no, I'm this is this is what we're here for. Like you need a space to share and right. open yourself up. That's how you start with exactly you know, figuring so this stuff out. It's so good that finally, you know, we go back to what we were talking about in the beginning, you know, finally we're giving people a place to uh, the comfort zone to speak with you or other therapists or online mm -hmm. kink. You know, we got the kinky coach too. They did, you know, that, and we've got um, now the different lifestyle websites, you know, and even OkCupid is now accepting this mm -hmm. and Bumble and so on and so on. So now if we could just get social media to accept the word sex positive. Yes, I know. <laughs> I mean, come on now. You know, um, I was talking to, and I don't want to disclose too much, but um, a teenager, okay, who is uh, sexually active with another teenager, and the, the 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 female's too nervous to go on birth control, okay, because she doesn't want to tell her parents. And oh, wow. you know, you just you you want to be able to let these. Even though even, I know I've got younger listeners out there. OK, mm -hmm. and I know that they might have things in their head that they have nobody to go talk to. And, yeah. I, you know, talk, talk to someone, find someone yeah. that will listen to you um, about sexual safety and health and awareness and, you mm -hmm. know, positivity and and be who you are. Because, you know, think about it years ago wait, there was no um, asexual or binary. I mean, there was, but there was nobody that you could go and say, hey, I'm not quite exactly. sure if I'm a guy or a girl. Or I don't know what I am, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know who to turn to. I don't know how to identify. I don't know who to ask for help. And so now yeah. we've got so many different communities and places to do that. Yeah. Okay, my next question and my final question, because I've kept you guys all morning, is what are your goals and plans for the future? Where do you guys want to take this community and your careers and, you know, what you guys are doing for people? Amazing. Question, yeah. 
we want to take it everywhere. <laughs> it's like we want to be out there loud and proud with our identities, but also with helping people. Um, we're, we're really excited because we've been working for a while now on like a new program to help people who are like either just thinking about being um, non-monogamous, have started or feeling kind of like struggling in it to kind of go from like that struggle and insecurity to a place of like amazing and success yeah. and thriving. Mm -hmm. So we right. we're developing okay, good. a program that we're launching in September. Okay. Which is, yeah. So it's going to take people on a journey from like some self-discovery all the way to this place where they feel like they can be their authentic, true self and have the amazing relationships they want. Awesome. I love this. So you guys are probably going to be released. I'm going to say um, early July, which is oh. perfect because your thing is September. So do you know mm -hmm. the name of that yet? Because oh. we're going to... Or the will name, you tell them? Yeah. The name, we haven't named it yet. It's like, okay. yeah, a couple of uh, names that are uh, kind of under construction, but we okay. will let you know. Is let me know, and then we'll make sure yeah. that I add it. So then when this goes up, you know, we've got to wait for people to find that as well. Yeah, that's right? awesome. We'd love that. So, all right, you guys. And I always ask my guests before we end our show. I, by the way, my listeners, you guys have no idea the technology crap that I have had at 11. <laughs> oh, it's a, hey, you guys, it's 11 11 a.m. California time. Make a wish. Okay. Got it. Got it, too. You guys probably know what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I always ask for words of wisdom for my listeners, something that some kind of piece of advice you want them to end our show with and um, go back and really think about. I would say uh, my word of advice would be to say everything because what you are thinking or feeling has already been thought or felt before. You're not alone. Say it and uh, we will come to a better understanding. We'll come to an acceptance of it. So say everything. I love that. Say everything. What about you, Tara? Do you have something? I would say like, feel like express your needs. Like, don't be shy about expressing what it is that you want, thinking about and expressing it because we don't get what we don't ask for. And so um, hiding those needs, we can't assume that people are going to figure them out for us. So let's be, let's voice our needs. Yeah. And right. you know, if you need support doing that, find the support to, to do that. But yeah, communication. there you go. Mm -hmm. And what did we, yeah. And what did we say earlier? We said, if you don't ask or you don't speak, you don't know. And it all goes back to the number one thing, communication, communication. right? <laughs> which is the, which I will end with the story that I promised I wouldn't forget. Oh, yeah. Remember, which okay. was, I was talking to a gentleman last night um, who was saying that he's recently started dating someone who has left the more, and he listens to my podcast and I know she does too. Okay. And so I, this is for her and this is for him. And this is seriously my advice. One time when people leave or come out of that, you know, monogamous relationship and you find this world, sometimes we go crazy, right? Fair yes. enough. You know, uh, we, we go nuts going, oh my God, I'm free and I can do what I want and I can say what I want and I can wear what I want. And I'm not a whore if I want to wear latex or leather or high boots or whatever it is. Right. Yes. Okay. But you still have to be safe. Yeah. And think about, you know, sexual safety and condoms and be safe. And you need to still communicate with your and I say partner. That doesn't mean that you're married or boyfriend or you know what I mean? But if mm. you are in this together and trying this together, don't lie. Just be honest where you're yeah. going, what you're doing, what you're trying. And then you bring it just like you said, Andre, and just like you said, Tara, you bring those experiences back to each other. 
and you share them. And I personally think that makes the spark even sexier. You know, yeah. it, it brings things up. So that's my biggest piece of advice, which is what you guys said as well. Communication, awesome. communication. And that's what I told him last night. And I yeah. told him to have her listen to the podcast. It's, it's like a keystone of the program we are developing is, is communication. I love it. We I actually just did a live recently where we talked about like the first things you do before you step out on that first date in consensual non-monogamy. So that was pretty good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. You guys, thank you so much. A, for being guests on the show. B, for dealing with my nightmare technology the first time that we spoke. And then this time, I swear, when I come to Canada, I owe you guys dinner and drinks. <gasps> And a party. (laughs) Oh, I will. I heard I heard Montreal is like beautiful. I know you're not there anymore. Right. Are you still there? Uh, We're all over the place, but we're currently in Toronto. (laughs) Toronto. Okay. we'll We'll meet you anywhere. Yeah. You got to meet me in Montreal. I hear it's the most beautiful city. Am I right? Am I hearing right? Beautiful. Yeah. And not in the winter. Right. I'll be there in summertime. Oh, winter is beautiful. Freaking cold. (laughs) You dress for it. You do it's, winter it's activities. Beautiful in the yeah. winter. Look, my, look at my look at my, ni- look at my nipples in my living room. Or my <laughs> I don't do well in the cold. All right, you guys, thank you so much for being on the thank show. You. And thank, thank you, everybody, for listening to the Hanky Panky podcast on Skyhawk After Dark Radio, as well as Full Swap, and of course on Spotify, YouTube, Apple iTunes, and so on and so on. And please, you guys, if you enjoy our show, make sure that you rate it, subscribe, follow, share with your friends, and if you want to be a guest. Reach out to me, Coraline, C-O-R-A-L-Y-N dot J-E-W-E-L at gmail.com. Super easy. All right, you guys. Thank you so much again. All right, everybody. Have an amazing day. Thanks for listening to the Hanky Panky Podcast with your host, Coraline Jewell. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Be sure to check out our archives section on our website for previous podcasts. Check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter at Hanky Panky Podcast. Join us next time for another edition of the Hanky Panky Podcast. And remember, always be true to yourself.